0: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Expedition number 203, banning with Finesse. I am not Janine Stanley. My name is Ryan Bishop, and I uh, am usually here in a more background role running things from behind but today Janine is out um today in a, another commitment so I will be Janine Stanley today um t- <laughs> today we're going to be talking about formatting documents uh with Ira and uh some good practices for formatting. What kind of things will be? Uh, what kind of things can you do with formatting? How you can get your agents to help you with formatting and pretty much everything else. Formatting. Um, well, with me today, I have one of our IRA agents, Agent Ren. I also have an IRA Explorer, Mister bazod Hello, guys. Glad to be here. And we, of course, have our famous IRA agent, Emma no <laughs> so we will go ahead and get started with the formatting here in a couple of minutes um i do want to make a couple of previous announcements that are more Ira generalized first of all um, i'm happy to let everybody know that as of the couple of days ago actually um we five days ago now wow can't believe that uh, we started a test with Starbucks in seven cities. so if you live in any of the seven cities that you may have heard about already um, then you will be able to go to your local Starbucks um, in a IRA access and get coffee or go do anything else that you possibly might want to do at Starbucks um, like navigating those big long Starbucks lines. Um, so we will go ahead and get you a list of those cities that we can put here in the Zoom chat as well as the YouTube chat. And if you live in any of those places, we do encourage you to go and try out Ira at your local Starbucks. Um, we also, as somebody asked in our Q and A, are doing a partner with Way Around, um, and for that you can get the ten for ten, is what we call it. Um, so if you get the WayAround products with WayAround you can also get a Ira 10 minute offer to get your WayAround products set up with Ira and get a 10% discount at WayAround. So when you call or message WayAround um you can get a 10% off coupon uh, if you mention that you are an Ira explorer and you will be able to still get access to those products that will be going on for a little bit longer um so i don't exactly have a date where that will end yet but i'm sure we will uh, stay tuned to our community for further notice and so let's go ahead and get started with formatting so when ira agents or when you call an ira agent to format There are commonly a couple of ways where you can get a document formatted, but one way that we really, or that I can recommend as an explorer, and I'm sure Bazad as well, is by using TeamViewer. Um, TeamViewer, um, for those that haven't heard about it, is a program that you can use on both Windows and Mac. It also works on some mobile devices as well, however, with some common restrictions, um, mainly on the iOS phone, that it, the agents can see your screen but not control. Um, however, on the Windows and Mac, it is more than possible for the agents to get access to your computer and work with you to format your documents. Um, and so today, um, and I'll let you kind of go over that a little bit more in detail, Boz, um, as an IRA explorer. So when you um, go call an agent, um, do you use TeamViewer? And if so, uh, why do you use TeamViewer other than just sending the document to an agent? And how does that help you when you format?
1: So TeamViewer makes everything more streamlined. The reason is simply because the agent has access to your device. Your computer, mine specifically, has the capability. All I have to do is open TeamViewer and provide the ID as well as the password to the agent. Once the agent has those entered, they'd be able to see everything that I have access to and can subsequently make any change, any alteration that I request. So it's particularly useful because we'd all be on the same page. There wouldn't be any email exchanges, though you can certainly do that. But that's why I said TeamViewer makes everything streamlined because you can instantly alongside the agent make any kind of modification, be it to the font, centering a title, putting some headings in the document, the list goes on. And that's why TeamViewer is so wonderful because it's instantly available. You can have it as a desktop shortcut or available in your programs. And once you provide those components to the agent and either you can provide them, it's worth noting, or you can actually point your smartphone's camera toward the computer monitor and the agent can obtain that information given that it's right on the TeamViewer page. So, that's why I personally love TeamViewer. It's just an awesome platform.
0: Absolutely. And that, you know, I, I and I guess, you know, it definitely works for both ways. Now, I do want to get more into document formatting. So, let's say we have a, a document up, and this can be any type of document. It could be a Word document, a PDF document, whatever you may have, uh, whether that be for work, for, for school even. Um, and let's go through a little bit of common terminology for a document. And for this one, we'll ask uh, our IRA agents because I think uh, you guys can probably explain this better than than I can. Um, (laughs) But when we go through a document, we're going to hear a lot of uh, different terms like bolding things and underlining things. And why are these... How important is that to a document? And what... um, When would you... When would you use these features? And Emma, do you want to, or Ren, whoever wants to take that one?
2: Yeah, uh, Ren just popped out for a second. They're back now. Do you want to quickly repeat the question? They'll have a lot more
0: information. Absolutely, yeah. So um, when you're formatting a document, we're going to hear a lot of uh, different key terms. Um, And I know this is, pretty important for me when I do documents too. And I found out recently that, you know, there's documents that are bolded and others that aren't. How important is bolding and underlining and italicizing in a document? And when would uh, it be a a key point for us to maybe ask an IRA agent um, to bold something or to underline it?
3: Um, bold and underline are kind of different ways of adding emphasis. So it can depend. Um, it depends on the the task that's being accomplished, but in something like a story, then uh, there are different types of emphasis that can be added. Something that's in italics might be uh, something that a character is thinking rather than something that someone is saying. Uh, in other documents, uh, bolding is a very common way to uh, distinguish headings from normal text. Uh, and then, you know, all kinds of tasks so it's like if there's a resume maybe the the headings of the different sections will be bold etc so it will depend on the specific situation but uh, i would say as an agent that's something that an explorer can always ask and i'm more than happy to provide any information that i'm able to or try to describe the impression that it would uh give to me as a reader if i saw that particular word or line in bold
0: Alrighty, and then also um for um just as a another question that might happen, as something that we might see coming up, um, is document conversions. So um, we'll just ask uh, Agent Ren as well. If I have a PDF document that's just a scanned image, um, and I need to get that into a document, is that something that an agent can help with as well?
3: Most definitely. There are a lot of different ways to do that. If it is a PDF, then it can also be saved as an image, and there are ways to sort of uh, streamline that process using technology. Otherwise, assuming that it is a legible PDF, an agent can always sort of manually type that out if necessary. But as I said, there are some other tools that we can use uh, on occasion. It kind of depends on the, the situation, though.
0: Absolutely um so now i think all of this seems super super important but i think seeing this in real time um would help out a lot more and um, Bazad, i know that you and, and i'll let you kind of go through a little bit of document formatting and information yourself here um, but i know you have a document as well that you brought along to get formatted um here on the call so i'll let you kind of go ahead and go through that and maybe answer and ask some more common questions for document formatting. We still have buzz?
1: Yeah, I'm here. There you are. (laughs) No, sorry about that. We were having a bit of technical difficulties. Okay, so in terms of formatting, Ren pointed it out exactly. So it's particularly important for me at least, and I dare say for everybody, to have a modicum of familiarity with what's being formatted. What does that mean? It simply means that you should do the research beforehand prior to calling an agent. So let's say that you're working on an academic paper, which is something that I occasionally do. I tutor a student, and sometimes we work collaboratively on formatting the paper, which would involve contacting an IRA agent and asking them for that assistance. So, what's really cool about this is the simple fact that I can contact an agent, and having everything on screen can tell them exactly what we want to do. And we don't have to spend considerable time looking something up since the research would have already been done and the Page as well as the word document would be up and ready. Now the page itself, in this case, my case in particular, would be something like the Owl at Purdue. So the Owl at Purdue has some relatively useful documentation revolving around MLA, APA, etc. So if you have a set of instructions that you can utilize in connection with your document, absolutely take advantage of that opportunity. The more familiar you are with the document, the layout in particular, and the set of instructions, the better your agent will be able to assist you. What I also do, and this is from my personal vantage point, is so as not to distract myself, I tend to turn off the speech on my screen reader. Using JAWS, all I have to do is press insert space along with S, and that toggles the speech on and off. So, insert space and in S turns it to speech on demand. Insert space and in S again changes it back to its default. I think with NVDA, it's a toggleable item. So, insert S does that as well. And again, this is completely optional, but it does allow you to concentrate on what the agent is doing. And one of the other things I do is ask questions. So the more description you have, the better it is. So specificity, specificity, be as specific as possible, clearly articulate your intent, what you want to do. And I usually start chronologically from the top of the document. The other thing I do is once we finish with the document, this is what something that you can do if you want to make absolutely certain that your document is properly formatted. Overview the document with the agent. Now, you don't have to have the agent read everything. You can simply ask them to look at all of the visuals. So, for example... Is Are the headings properly placed? Let's go over that. Is the font okay? Let's double check things. Double checking exists for a reason, especially when you're working with a lengthy document. You don't want to consume your minutes and only to spend time again doing something that you've already done. The other suggestion that I'm going to make while formatting a document, editing it, is saving it. So pressing control S in Microsoft Word, for example, is going to be your best friend. Why? Because when you're saving the when you save the document, particularly after a lengthy format exchange, let's say the agent changed the font, centered the title, changed the applied headings and flushed with the left margin, that's a lot And you don't want that gone. So, pressing Control S saves that document, leaving you able to continue working. The other tip, too, is Microsoft Word and the other word processing programs are relatively large in scope, meaning they have a number of options available. So, one of the things that's useful is the research function inherent in Microsoft Word. So, you can press Alt Q, for example, and then you can have the criteria typed in so if you're looking for fonts if you're looking to have the page flush with the right margin you can do that just type in a keyword and it'll automatically populate so these are just little tips and tricks to conserve your time working with the agent and formatting properly
2: great and uh just so we're all on the same page it does look like ren is sharing your um music blog post if that's the one that you yeah. want to work on. So that is awesome. up on our screen. Um, yep. We just need to lower, Ren can lower your personal meeting ID page, perfect. And yep. then we're Absolutely. all good
1: together. So I went ahead and turned speech off on my end. So let me explain what we're about to do. So I'm going to give you guys a quick example with the points that I already outlined and you'll see how formatting works with an agent. Now I'm doing this via TeamViewer. Agent Ren already has my ID and password entered, so we are ready to begin the quest of formatting this particular document. Now, given the relevance of blog posts to explorers and to the community as a whole, both blind and visually impaired and otherwise, blogs are ubiquitous read everywhere, right? I decided to write a mock blog post about music. I love music, having played the piano for many, many years. And what we're gonna do is a couple of things. I'm going to ask Ren to put headings where appropriate, center the title, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll walk through this with you. Ren, if you could please scroll to the Microsoft Word document, it should already be open. That that is open on your screen. Awesome. Okay, so right at the top, there should be the title, if you can read it to the the folks.
3: So the title is A Painting in Melody and Chords, A Tidbit About Music and How It Shaped Me.
1: All right. Awesome. And I love the fact that Ren read the punctuation because that gives me an indication that, well, the punctuation is there. Now, I can read that with my screen reader, but that tidbit of information affirms the fact that I've already written it in. Okay. So what I'd like you to do, Ren, is center that title for me, please.
3: Definitely. All right. That's been centered.
1: Awesome. Okay. And below that, there should be introduction. Do you see that there? I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. on the next line. I'd like you to put that in a heading. The heading should be the first one.
3: Let me see.
1: First heading there. So level one heading.
3: Give me just a moment.
1: Of course. Yeah, we don't want the subheading, just the, <laughs> like the main heading, the prefatory.
3: Yeah, give me just a moment. I'm looking yeah, take your time. for that. It's in a different place here than I'm used to. Yep,
1: and that's why that research function in Microsoft Word may be particularly it is. useful. Wonderful. Yeah, yep.
3: Okay. So you said heading one, correct?
1: Yep, exactly. All
3: right. It is now in heading one.
1: Awesome. Okay. And then there should be another title called overall focus. I see that one as well. So just to give the, uh, just to give you guys some background information, this blog is ostensibly broken up into different sections. And I say that because, I mean, obviously I haven't written all the content. This is just an example or an exercise. So the, Introduction here is the preface, then you have the intro, and then below that, we have the overall focus, below which are three bullet points. So three points, but they are not bulleted. What I'd like you to do, Ren, is if you please, can you bullet those for me? There should be three right at the bottom. Did
3: you want overall focus moved to heading one as well? Let's go ahead and move that to heading two. Okay. All right.
1: Let me see. And this is how it works, guys. Uh, At the end of the day, it's a collaborative session. You work alongside the agent.
2: So currently... Just a second to look that up. It's just doing a little searching, which is super common. Um, Of -hmm. course, not all of our agents know every single thing about every program. So once in a while, like um, I was saying, we do have to do a little teamwork. So that's what's going on here to get that heading to. Definitely. Okay. Looks like.
3: Let me move this window out of the way so I can see it. There it is. All right. right. So that has been put in heading two. And just so you're aware, both both of those headings now are in a different font size and color and may have different spacing as a result of being promoted to those heading
1: levels. Okay. That's fine. Could you describe the color to me, please?
3: Yes, it is a dark blue. It looks like the font has changed as well. The, f- the color appears to be the same for both of them, but the heading two looks like it is in a, s- in a smaller size than heading one.
1: Okay. And that's perfect, given that it's part and parcel, mm-hmm. the next section in the blog. Okay. So what I'd like to do now is put the three bullet points that are listed. So three or and- four. Okay. Are there
3: all right. Hold on. So, no, there's a there's an introductory line, and then there's a colon, and then there are three things.
1: Yeah, there are three. Down. Yep. So, all exactly. right. I'm putting
3: those three things in a bulleted list. Thank you.
1: All right. Excellent. Okay. So, let's talk about fun. So, what I'd like to do is, and <laughs> I'm relatively... I'm relatively new to blog posts, but let's go ahead and do this and put the uh, font as a 12 point Times New Roman, please. All right, it's a relatively readable. So including the headings? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. And at that point, if I'm not sure what I can do, is just ask Ren to do a bit of research for me to see if that would be feasible. There are tons and tons of articles out there that give you pointers on writing a proper blog. So we can go ahead and look at a few pages to see what would be advisable, or I can do research on my own. Mm-hmm. But of course, for the, <laughs> for the sake of time, we're not going to be doing that now. It's just mm-hmm. a simple exercise. All right, so let's go ahead and change everything to 12 point times new Roman, please. That's been done. All right, excellent. And we'll go ahead and save that document.
3: All right. And since right. it depends sometimes whether keyboard shortcuts will work, depending on whether my system is the same as your system, Windows versus Mac, I'll do that through the Word menu.
1: All right, excellent.
3: That has been done.
1: Okay, all right. And just to make sure everything saved properly, right? The heading, the introduction, all of it is still preserved. Yes.
3: So okay. everything is in Times Twelve, uh, Times New Roman, size 12. Mm-hmm. The introduction and overall focus are still in that blue color, whereas the rest of the font appears to be black. Um, okay. And the bulleted list is saved as well.
1: Okay, excellent. And that kind of summary is particularly useful. And what I also suggest is And this is, of course, if you would like to do this, and maybe it's just me paranoid, I don't know. But again, double checking is always relatively important, particularly if you're working on a long document. So what you can do is close the document and then open it again just to make absolutely certain that all of your content is saved. Now, there's one more thing I'd like to cover before concluding, and that is you can the that is pertinent to the images. So blog posts, in, in our case, and of course, this applies everywhere, be it uh, an academic paper if you want to include an image or for presentational purposes, but in this case, I've done a bit of research about my mock blog post, and it is said that images can make for a rather appealing read, at least to a sighted audience. So Ren, I actually have an image located on my desktop titled Hands on Keyboard. And just to describe it to everybody, it depicts my fingers splayed on a piano keyboard, something that I actually took with an agent, by the way. And what I'd like you to do is insert it either at the center or the right of the blog, whichever you think is visually appealing.
3: All right. I pulled up that image, and I do see that on the keyboard going back into Word. Excellent. And yep. I'll go to insert. And you said you wanted it below all the text that is currently there, or do you want it elsewhere?
1: I'd actually... Let's see if we can maybe put it, because from my research, and this is why I said that uh, some familiarity is important, I actually did some research on on this in advance, and there's actually a website titled The Definitive Guide, or it's from Shareholic, The Definitive Guide to uh, Using Images for Blog, and the author states that having the image at the center may be ideal for the reader and captivating. I don't know if you would agree, but it we can so go you ahead mean and mean in that the, the center,
3: center, center of the page. In the center well, of the page, yeah. Okay, sure. But where do you want that in relation to the text of your blog post? We can put
1: it at the top.
3: Okay. All right. I will do that. Going to insert and picture. This it's
1: kind of representative of the entire post. So if if you think that it looks visually appealing,
3: for sure. You can do I'll it go that ahead way. And put that in. Located the Good. image on your desktop. I'm clicking insert. So All now right. it is appearing in the document uh, because of the size of the image. It is taking up the majority of a page. So the only thing now showing at the bottom of that page text wise is your title. Would you like okay. me to potentially resize this or crop yeah,
1: it? let's go ahead and do that. Let's go All ahead right. and do that, please.
3: Sure. Just make it a bit smaller. Are you wanting all of this uh, to fit on one page?
1: Yeah, that would be the ideal thing, yeah.
3: Definitely, let me resize it a little more. No problem. And it's almost going to fit everything, but not quite. Moving the title down so that the image is on a line by itself. Just going to scroll down to the bottom and confirm, and all of it is showing up on one page now.
1: All right, well, you have been tremendous. Thank you so much for your assistance.
3: No worries.
1: All right. And that's it, guys. That's how a collaborative effort is carried out. So that's pretty much how I've done formatting. I've had agents assist with the process of filling out PDF applications, which, if you'd like, I'd be more than happy to talk to you about. I've had agents work on writing my names into the digital signature. So there are endless possibilities with Ira, And that's why as an explorer, it makes me feel absolutely thrilled to know that those possibilities do exist and that we can carry them out, take advantage of each of them and work together with the agent so i hope that was
0: useful that was brilliant good work um all right so while we have everybody here um i do want to take some time to open this up for some questions um because i know document formatting especially and while we have our wonderful agent Ren here who can Um, go through a little bit more maybe of some of the visual questions. Maybe there are some questions out there regarding best practices to format, questions that you can ask to an agent. Um, So if you have any of those questions, you can either raise your hand here on Zoom. You can do that with Alt-Y on Windows or Option-Y on the Mac. Or you can use Zoom Q&A if you don't feel like asking your question in voice. If you are on YouTube, you can put that in the YouTube chat. I do see that there are a couple questions on YouTube, so I'll go ahead and get to those first. Um, And while we are waiting to see if we get anything on Zoom. So let's go ahead. And um, so will this kind of formatting work with voiceover on Mac OS and with applications such as text edit microsoft word lubra office yes so team viewer with the mac does work and the agents are definitely able to uh utilize and uh, access information through microsoft word um as well as so really if and and when i say this Generally speaking, that uh, you know, uh, anything that can be done on Windows can be done on Mac uh, for the Team Viewer for the computer, um, and so yes, document formatting formatting can definitely be done uh, via Team Viewer on the Mac. Um, Absolutely. Is this just for paid customers, or does this also apply for free customers? So. You definitely can do document formatting with uh, as an unpaid customer. Um, the five-minute free offer still does apply. So if you have a really quick change that you do need to make to a document, um, I'm sure both Agent Emma and Agent Ren can tell you that there are a lot of things that can get done in five minutes or less if you definitely. Uh, so for
2: sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can actually give you a good example of something that i that can be done within about five minutes time so one cool example though not really related to formatting is that if you're on facebook on the computer and you like an image described One really awesome thing to do, and I've done this before, is fire up the Ira app, call an agent, and say, hey, could you please give me a quick description of what's being displayed? Now, Facebook's accessibility is quite good itself, but it doesn't tell you everything. It's not going to be like an agent and that it's, it won't be as descriptive. And you can do that in less than five minutes, especially if it's a, it's one image. The other thing that you can do is CAPTCHAs. So if the captures is relatively unfriendly and the audio is distorted, as it's prone to be, you can contact an agent and fire up TeamViewer and uh, provided the page is already open, they can go ahead and resolve that capture for you relatively quickly.
2: Another thing about captures I wanted to mention is that it is true um, that TeamViewer might be kind of the easiest way to make sure that we don't have any issues. But if the CAPTCHA is one that is just a mix of letters and numbers, you're also welcome to just simply point the camera right at the screen. And that can sometimes even be quicker For sure, um, if, as long as there's no snags. Sometimes the TeamViewer is best if there's any snags, like next it shows you pictures or something like that. Um, but if it's just the uh, the codes, then one of the you, uh, one of the ways to make sure that you really get it done in under five seconds is just quickly. Oh, sh- sorry, five minutes is just quickly show us the screen with the camera too. So there's a few options there, but I do agree that Team Viewer is great in the ways that it allows us to interact with the screen more. Of course.
0: Okay, so I will go ahead and ask a quick question um, because I don't see anybody else has raised their hand yet. So I will go ahead and ask a question. And either one of you, uh, Emma or Ren, are welcome to answer this. Um, Most commonly, we have forms online where nowadays you have to sign a form with your finger. Um, And so if you have to fill out a form Um, online either uh, and and we can kind of hit this as a two-part question a how would you use an agent to sign a form um, with your finger and b how can you use an agent uh, as a totally different question um, to fill out a pdf form
2: there are a lot of oh sorry (laughs) <laughs> no, I was gonna say I can, I'll do. The, we'll split it. I'll do the signature and you do the PDF. So I was just gonna say for the signature ones, um, there are some programs, of course, that you just click and it automatically just puts your name in cursive. That's easy for us to do, of course. The ones that um need you to physically sign it, if you'd like us to do that for you, um, that is your choice. You can give us that, um, ask us to do that. We're here to do what you'd like us to do, and we can um do that, or we could lead your uh, mouse to that spot if you'd like to do it yourself as well. And as far as filling out
3: PDFs is concerned, there are a lot of different options. Uh, Some of them are going to be determined by the PDF itself. So there are certain PDFs that are fillable, which uh, usually they will look a little different visually. The text boxes will be blue or in some way distinguished, have a box around them. And then the agent can just click and type your information into those PDFs. into those fields. If for some reason that is not an option, or if it's maybe like a physical document that you want us to take a photo of and fill out, um, you know, there are further options that we can take where we can either sometimes through team viewer, fill something out on uh, an explorer's computer, or else we can fill it out on our computer and then email it back to them with or without a signature. And sometimes if they're not sure if electronic signatures are acceptable, I send both because then they have an option either way with their information filled out.
0: Let's see here, do we have any other questions?
2: I know Marsha had her hand raised before. Does yeah, she Marcia, still have a question? Do you,
0: question still, have, she do, still, do you still have your question, Marsha?
2: I also see a question
3: in
0: the chat. Oh, there are so many places that can live, that questions can live here on Zoom. I, yeah, I, I can read it question, out loud. Is, go ahead. Is, yeah, go ahead.
2: It's, what if you never had sight and are not aware of certain aspects of formatting or what is seen as visually appealing? That's a great question.
1: That really is. Yeah. Who wants to take that? Or I can
3: start and Emma can add. (laughs) Um, So I would say that that is where um, we as agents have such an abundance of resources and the internet is a wonderful resource this way as well. And that's something where if you as an individual want to kind of learn what Formatting conventions may be commonly used or what may be considered to be an attractive sort of format, whether, you know, it could be something for something with where layout is very relevant, like a resume or just something like a blog post. I mean, there's a lot of different places where this could be could be. Uh, come into play. Uh, and then, as you are connecting with an agent, then you can always ask us to confirm information. Or a lot of times, I will ask questions as I go through a formatting process. So I notice that you have a comma in this location. Would you like there to be a comma there? Is that, you know, or there's like a space missing? And I'll ask questions to see if any of those things are something the explorer wants to change. Uh, and formatting can come into play that way as well, uh, where an, ex- uh, an agent can look that up while you're connected and provide you the information that they are locating, or you can become more informed on your own.
1: Yep. And just to complement what Ren had said, that is something that, again, I try to personally do. I try to have familiarity as much as possible with what I'm formatting. I try to research it. But you're absolutely right, because even in this instance, there was a point during which Ren had asked, well, what would you like the font to be in terms of the headings? And that's why I said, well, you know, if we had more time, I would ask to have that researched, so that that way we can look together and see which would be visually appealing. Or I could do the research on my own and then present it to the agent to say, well, this is, this is what I would like. And as I said, for many things, be it a blog or an article of any kind or a presentation, there are a lot of amazing how-to articles online, I mean, in abundance. So that's one thing you can do either on your own or with an agent and they're all too happy to help.
2: Definitely. And one thing I wanted to add as well is that we can do lots of different types of formatting. So something more official, you might want to do more research like they're talking about. Maybe you have a really important job um, resume and you want to make sure that the formatting is exactly like you want it. Um, That definitely I encourage research into that. Um, But if you are a little less familiar with things, you just want to make sure your email is formatted correctly, you can just give us a call and just let us um, say, you know, this is my Email, does it look okay? And the agent will just tell you, you know, it looks like the you have the heading at, at the top on the left and kind of give you the basics. So, whatever your kind of familiarity is with the formatting and that kind of thing, don't let it scare you if you're um, not uh, as well versed in it. Definitely still give us a call and we can kind of work with whatever level you're looking to, um, to do, whether that's a little less formal or something really intricate and formal that maybe needs a little bit more research.
0: Absolutely. All right. And we just got another question here. Um, Is it possible to have an agent help fill out a paper form?
2: So there's a few ways that we would be able to fill out physical paper forms. Um, If it's like, for example, um, but like you're voting in check boxes, that's something where we could uh, help you put your pen to the paper in the right spot and do that type of thing. Um, If it is something like writing text, we can once again, let you know where to put your, uh, your, your pen and you can keep going, signing checks, for example, um, signing documents. So those are types of ways we can help you sign physical documents that are in front of you with the camera. Um, another way is if you happen to have something to scan, you're welcome to scan your, we can help you, or you're welcome to do it yourself, scan a document to your computer, fill it out and print it out. Um, so there's lots of different ways to kind of tackle whatever task it is. For sure. And one other thing is it depends on the type
3: of form, but a lot of forms are also available online. So sometimes an agent can search for that form, find it, fill it out online and then send it to you. And so you didn't, you kind of bypass the whole paper thing, but you still got that same form filled out with all your content.
2: And a reminder that we do have the voting promotion going on right now. So all voting calls are um, covered under that for the time being. So if you would like to vote by mail, give us a call and we can apply that
0: promotion. Do we have any other questions out there about formatting?
1: The other thing I wanted to mention regarding that question is I have actually used a really awesome app in the past. And I don't know if it's available on Android, but I do know that it's present on iOS. If you go to the App Store, you can search for Adobe Scan. And this app is provided by the Adobe company itself. And what's really cool about it is that you can have an agent take photos of the, of the paper document that you have and that you can have them share them. You, you can have the agent share those photos with you to your phone. That's what I've done. And then you can send them to the app. And what happens is, and this is the coolest part, the app actually turns them, once you just apply a few things, the app actually turns the photos into a comprehensive PDF document that it puts in the Adobe cloud. And then what you can do is sign into your account and then have an agent work with you on that. So that's just another way of doing it. And Emma's absolutely right because you can also, you can, uh, like I have a flatbed scanner, for example, so you can scan in your uh, papers and you can have an agent work with them that way as well.
0: We were all thinking Um, the same thing because I was going to (laughs) say scanning works great, you know, for that. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. It does.
2: Yeah, it's really Uh, helpful. Several
0: ways, really.
2: And another um, thing I wanted to mention is since we have a few agents here right now, if anyone has potential situations, you're thinking, you know, next week I have to do this um, with a document. Um, how would I even get this done? Now is a great time to ask those types of questions. And we can give you lots of different examples on how we might approach a different task. Because for every, you know, issue, there's Lots of different ways for us to help, just kind of like we're talking about now with scanning or the photos. Um, there's so many different ways to problem solve, and uh, it's really awesome to kind of brainstorm those. Absolutely, definitely. I would also say that um, one
3: other thing. Oh, hold on, I think I lost my train of thought.
0: I will come back to that if I remember it. Sorry. <laughs> it's totally okay. All right. So let's see here. And then, do we have any further Are there other other tips, Boz, For that you were. That I remember. So, oh, oh. Go ahead. go ahead. All right.
3: I was just going to say that one of the things that um, I think makes, I mean, IRA as a service so great. I mean, I enjoy my job. But um, I would also say that with where formatting is concerned specifically, I think that one of the really powerful things is that it can be completely tailored to your experience or what it is that you're trying to do. If you want like a completely in-depth, I can read every sentence, every punctuation mark, go through it line by line, you can make decisions every step of the way so that the final product is 100% what you want it to be. If you just want a quick sort of overview, just run the word spell check and, you know, know, read a sentence if, if it's, you know, like it's uh, correcting something like T-O-O versus T-W-O, some kind of small minor thing. That's also something that you can do with an agent. So it really is up to you. I mean, we do everything up to uh, digital um I mean, like creating logos and things. If we uh, if we need to for explorers, we do all kinds of stuff that is related to formatting. So um, yeah, that
0: sounds yeah. like a really fun call. <laughs> yes, definitely, we do have a few questions
2: on YouTube. Um, I don't know if you answered them already, Ryan, but if not, I can read them out.
0: Yeah, the one about the paid customers and the one about the voiceover. Voiceover.
2: Yeah, did you get to those? I must yeah, have missed it. I
0: apologize. Yeah, it wasn't in, in the
1: first. Uh, the so first sorry. Two. No, you're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Um, yeah, and honestly, that's what I really, really find indispensable about the service is the simple fact that I can ask an agent to do all of these things, and we work together and get them done. So one thing that I really like to do is just. Again, worked with the agent, having the instructions open and having the document. But there was one point, and I'll relay this story to you guys because I've, I was so impressed. I had a document to edit for a friend of mine, and we had finished the document. Everything was fine. I edited the content, and I wanted it to look good because it was going to be for a Facebook post. That was going to be on her page. So I contacted the agent, and the agent was really just phenomenal. I was so, so floored because the questions that were asked were just exactly the questions that I well and really anybody editing would want to know so she was like well would you like me to read this to you do, we, do you want me to read the punctuation do you want me to and, and exactly like ren pointed out would you like me to read the instruct do you want me to read the uh, entire document do you want me to read the punctuation do you want me to read the line by the line so it's just really really cool that you can have that granularity And uh, you're able to do that. And I think that I had enough time at that point to where I said, sure, let's go ahead and read it together. And it was just fun having somebody who was trained agent, experienced with formatting, working with me on that particular uh, document.
0: Absolutely.
1: The other tip I wanted to provide, given that we have a bit of time, relates to signatures. So as I told you guys in the past, I've had an agent help with the process of filling out a digital signature where you had to put your finger on the dreaded mouse pad and write your name and everything. Hmm. So one thing that I can say, and I don't know if this applies to all screen readers, please do forgive me. I don't have much familiarity with voiceover. I wish I did. I have familiarity with voiceover on the phone, talk back, but not on the Mac. So one thing is that if you're using a Windows computer. And if you're using JAWS, especially, sometimes what tends to happen, and I think Ren and Emma could attest to this, but one thing that might happen is that there could be some unwanted interference with JAWS. So to that end, we had a bit of a bit of a complication relative to the document that we were working with. So the agent said, well. I don't know what's going on. And I said, you know what? Let's go ahead. And we kind of worked on this together. Let's go ahead and turn off JAWS. So after disabling JAWS, we unloaded it everything worked out. So she was able to scroll with the mouse pad and sign accordingly. So if that's ever a problem, just go ahead and turn off JAWS. And obviously, uh, before the TeamViewer session concludes, you can always ask the agent to load JAWS back up for you. Or if you have a quick key command, you can load it back up yourself. And that applies to NVDA and the other screen readers. But I just wanted to put that out there because sometimes TeamViewer and screen reading technology has a tendency, well, have tendencies to, Interfere with each other.
2: One thing so. I wanted to add as well is um, that one of the things we often get asked as agents is uh, what 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 looks good. And to some extent, we are of course able to kind of let you know what's typical, what's not typical. Um, but just a reminder that this we are just here to kind of provide the visual assistance and the assistance to do whatever you'd like. So um, if you had a call like uh, I need to apply for a job. Can you make me a job resume? We are more than happy to go through that line by line, get all the information and do it exactly how you want. Um, But it's not something that we are going to just do uh, without any input from you, just because that's how we work as being as objective as possible. Um, So just a reminder on that, uh, because I just want to make sure that when you call in, you call in um, with the right thing in mind. So one of the great things that we can do for job resumes, which is actually one of the most common calls that I get that related to formatting, is um, either open, if you're new to building a resume, is open up either like an online uh, resume builder, just to kind of get the ideas flowing, or we can start with a, a different sample of one and kind of cut and paste in what you need. Um, but just wanted to really reiterate. The fact that we are here to do exactly what you would like, and in um, anything related to that, uh, we are whether that's uh, you know making a lesson plan or doing homework or anything like that. Uh, just let us know what you'd like, and just a reminder that we're not um, able to make all those choices for you. Uh, just in case
0: you, there was a little confusion on that. So on that regard, I will ask kind of a harder question that maybe you or Ren can 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 tackle, and that is when I'm document formatting and I, and of course I not being able to see the text or not being able to uh, not being able to know kind of what that text looks like. Are there some common questions related to formatting that maybe we should ask to better help? To format a document into something that would look proper, um, of course, yes, we could do a bunch of research. But th- is there some common formatting questions or some common ways to just say, "Hey, I want to make sure this document looks good." Um, but I- in general, like, I, I don't know, you kind of understand what I'm trying to ask. Like, definitely, yeah. Okay, I would say that a,
3: <laughs> I would say that one good place to start is, does this, does the formatting in this document look consistent? Because a lot of times that's something that wouldn't show up visually, but uh, I, as an agent looking through the document, will be able to tell you, well, you have three different fonts and five different text colors, and some of the text is in different sizes from other parts of the text, and it doesn't. S- I'm not seeing a clear sort of logical reason when I just look at it. Is that the way you want it? or not. And then if you say, oh, that's not at all. I thought it was all the same. Then that gives me as an agent a starting point to say, okay. So, what I can do is this 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 is this depending on the situation. So, that's I mean, I would say that's a good starting point if there are any specific parameters that apply for that document letting the agent know right out of the gate, hey, this needs to be, you know, blah 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 or I have this email that's giving me information about how this uh, has to look or like with a school paper. A lot of times, there will be information about like what format you need to use for your sources. And if there is, you know, it should be Times New Roman size twelve or whatever the convention may be. If there is a sort of an outside formatting convention that you uh, as a user are supposed to be following, then providing that information is really helpful to the agent as well. But otherwise, I would say, is it consistent is a great place to start. And then beyond that. Uh, Usually, uh, I as an agent will ask further questions to say, well, you know, is there a specific purpose you're going to use this for? You know, in the, is it going to be in a certain context? And if you said maybe it's going to be a blog post, then I might say, okay, do you want me to look up some things about how people normally format blog posts? Or would you, you know, you mentioned you were interested potentially in images. Do you want me to look for some uh, free license images that might go along with the theme of your blog post? And then I can describe those images and potentially insert them in the text, et cetera.
2: I just thought of another um, way that we use uh, formatting or making sure everything is consistent, kind of like what Ren was saying before, is with PowerPoints. So um, one of the calls I've recently got was someone working in a college class on a project with multiple other people, and they needed to add their part of the PowerPoint and make sure it was consistent with the rest of everything. Um, And I was able to get in there and make sure that the information they had In there was the same font and the same color scheme and the same um, kind of basic vibe as everything else in the rest of the group project. So not only making sure stuff is consistent with maybe what is typical for that resume or that blog, but also with what's consistent with the rest of the document, if it's a group project or something like that.
0: Alrighty, well, I don't see any further questions, so I'm going to kind of go ahead and go through a little bit of a uh, spiel that I went through at the beginning, but more to add here at the end. If there are any other formatting questions, we do still have a little bit of time, so if somebody wants to try to get in on one last question, definitely feel free. Um, this week's a pretty busy week at IRA, so starting this week, this is one of our first of three calls that we have this week. Um, so tomorrow we do have our IRA Explorer monthly feedback call. Um, And that will be that does happen every Wednesday at 8 Eastern Standard Time. Um, And then on Friday at 4 Eastern, we do have our afternoon at the museum call. Um, So that is definitely something to take a look at as well. Um, And you can find both of those calls on our uh, emails that we send out as well as on our social media groups. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, um, each call will come after the next one ends. So, after this call ends, you will see on our YouTube page the call for our explorer call pop up, and after that, our afternoon at the museum. If you want to learn more about IRA, we do have our next expedition call that will be on next Tuesday. Of course, that will be at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, for you to uh, come on here and join us. Um, We also do have our test. Um, I did uh, speak about this at the beginning. So, we have our Starbucks test um, that we are doing, where Starbucks is testing select locations in different cities here with IRA. Those cities are Baltimore, Boston. Los Angeles, Minneapolis, New York City, uh, New York City, uh, Seattle, and Washington. If you live in any of those locations, you can go to the locations uh, under the apply a free offer tab on your IRA app. Um, If you would also like to see it on the website, if you go to IRA.io forward slash Starbucks, there is a link there where you can get a uh, Table description of all of the locations where we have Ira access at uh, tested Starbucks, where you can get um, some uh, some coffee or use uh, Ira to navigate Starbucks lines or really anything else that you want to do inside of a Starbucks. So again, any of those seven cities, definitely feel free to visit a Starbucks and test out Ira. I would like to thank first of all our Ira Explorer Bazan.
1: You're very welcome. I was ha- very happy to do this. It was awesome, and I hope you guys found it helpful as well.
0: I would like to thank one of our IRA agents, Agent Wren. Of
3: course, happy to be here.
0: And of course, our IRA agent Emma.
2: So happy to be here, and thank you for re- leading us, Ryan. Today, without Janine here, you did a great job. Appreciate you. You really did. I
0: know. No pressure. It's, it's spectacular. It's, it's yeah, no pressure at all. It's big shoes to fill. She does so good with these, and you know, um, we all yeah. hope to see Janine tomorrow um, for our the, explorer the, call. So,
1: the other thing I wanted to encourage all explorers to do is check out the IraCast podcast and. It's really, really a useful resource, too. If you don't want to use YouTube, the iRACast podcast is ubiquitous, being present on the Victor Reader stream and on your phone because I know that the stream doesn't support YouTube. So if you'd still like to listen to all of the expeditions and the Explorer calls and whatnot, the IraCast podcast is a great resource to check out. The other thing I wanted to point out too is the fact that you can listen to, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe anyway, that you can listen to the IraCast podcast using your Echo device. Though I heard that might vary in scope, just depending on your, d- depending I've on. Never things.
0: tried it, but yeah. I mean that doesn't mean that you can't. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I I I assume you can. I, I no, I'll yeah, try it. I, I don't know.
1: I think. It, but I know, I know, I know for it. a fact it's definitely available on the stream. So I know that we're on pretty much any place phone. that
0: podcasts can go. So pretty much, it's yeah. Apple Podcasts. Uh, it, was a big one. Um,
3: yes. I see it listed on the Apple podcasts webpage. And then I also yep. see that there is an Apple support article about playing Apple podcasts with Alexa. So I would say that yep. logically there it should work.
0: That is there you go. skills at its best. There you go. Right there. <laughs> see, she just, that's what I love guys. That's
1: what I love. She just went out and researched it right away and found the answers. And it's it's often something that people have remarked on just that in speaking to different explorers are like, oh my gosh, the agents just have a remarkable aptness for just looking something up and before you even speak, it's right there. So <laughs> that's what's really that's what's really cool about that. So
0: absolutely. Well, thank you everybody so much. We look we would like to thank everybody for joining us today. Of course, um feel free to check out any of our other uh, streams this week, and if you have any further, qu- oh, oh, yeah,
2: a last. Minute. I won't
0: grow. Grab- yeah, that was that was skill right there. I'll, <laughs> I'll give it to you. We still have a minute or two. I'll give that one to you. Here we go. There you go. I was—you caught us at the perfect moment. There, they, that was—that was skill. We have a question from Valerie. There, you—you you have some skill. Okay. I got to give it to did you. That, with... that was—you almost <laughs> it didn't. Did. Make it. I was about to.
4: <laughs> I, I did it but when you were talking and uh, closing out. I had raised my hand, and I don't—I don't think you saw it. And then so I lowered it and raised it really fast again to see if that would do. Uh, no, oh,
0: glad you did. I, glad you did, because <laughs> none of us—I don't think any of us. saw it. <laughs> Yep.
4: So comment on the echo thing. It's a really weird way to do it, but if you pass, oh. your oh. echo will like like no Oh, not. oh. 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 You,
1: you are breaking Va- out. No. Yeah. Oh, Valerie, yeah. do you mind repeating what you were going to say? We, yeah, we can you hear me hear now? You. Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Go ahead.
4: So um, I'm going no. to say um, oh. the echo. No.
1: Yeah, you're breaking up again.
0: Yeah, we're breaking <laughs> up again.
1: The joys okay, of internet tech. The joys of the internet <laughs> right? and technology in general.
0: Now, every, okay. time, every time, you, time you try to say what you're trying to say, your internet's not letting <laughs> you do it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Valerie, are you maybe able oh, no. to type it, or maybe um, try try one more time? Actually, it's working now. Go
4: ahead. Yeah, try one more time. Now, so
1: yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Okay. It might be your um, headset too. I don't know. Go ahead.
4: It, it could be. So, IraCast Echo device. Um, you have to say. A I R A cast podcast. Oh, before, great tip. to play
0: it.
4: Interesting. Um, nice. It, so. it won't go for era or I R A. You have to spell it out.
1: Oh, you have to spell they, it. You
0: have to if You try try that. that.
4: Tell it. Play A I R A cast for you know A-I-R-A. podcast
0: A-I-R-A. and R A cast. I'm gonna go try that now. That just is really cool. Yeah. I just, I've, I just yeah.
4: did. Just gonna
0: that's gonna go why I. Um, yeah. That is I an about
4: Expedition 200. Something I don't remember what number it was, but
0: two hundred two probably. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so yeah, much probably. for that that's tip. Awesome. It much appreciated, awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's an awesome tip. We'll have to I'll have to go try that. I wonder what we can do to make it so you don't have to spell it. That's interesting. Well, thank you everybody so much for the wonderful call. Um, I hope everybody has a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow for our Ira Explorer call. Take care, everyone.
1: Bye, everyone.